What? You gonna show me a meme? Ah! That's scary, dude. Don't show it to me. That's, That's my daughter for you. Oh, <laughs> she made a snowman that looks like murdered. A murdered snowman. Eaten by her children. Oh, wow. Uh, anyway, this is Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman. I'm here with the Hill Hippie and EK's on the boards. I'm here. Hey. I'm here. I'm Hello. subtle. I'm in the background. What's up, buddy? <laughs> How you Hello. doing? Hi. So we usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend, guys? EK? Why do I always got to go first? Oh, fine. Then I'll go first. All right. So, uh, Saturday was uh, really nondescriptive. Got some work done in the uh, the studio bathroom, making the project move forward, finally. And Sunday, went and climbed up on a roof, yada, yada, yada. The true adventure begins with Home Depot. What happened at Home Depot? So I go to Home Depot to buy these specific pieces of corner tile I wanted for the studio bathroom here. Yeah. I buy these five pieces at $8 a piece, right? Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I buy myself a new clamp for work because they had them on uh, special. Usually they're like $30, which is way too high a price, but they had them on sale for 20 So I was like, okay, yeah, I need one of these clamps. So I bought it. They put my clamp in the same bag with my tile. So I carry... Did some of them break? <clears throat> I carry the bag to the car, get in the car, come home. From the car to the front door, the bag has a catastrophic failure. And I'm not oh. kidding myself. But uh, the bag rips open. Everything hits the ground. That's good. Thank you. Everything hits the ground. Oh, Inc- wow. All of the five tiles, two survived. Oh, my goodness. So I had to take my happy ass back to fucking Home Depot to get that shit. Oh, that's horrible, dude. That was that really sucked. It, it, I was talking whole... about the story. It's horrible. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you want me to shut up now? No. What else? What else do you do this weekend? Well, this is not about the weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, I have uncovered a plot to kill your beloved hill hippie. There is a plot to take me out. Who Who is doing this? Who's trying to kill you? Uh, first, I believed it was one of my co-workers I hadn't worked with in quite a while. Who is notorious for dropping stuff, including I've taken a two foot by two foot piece of drywall, five eighths uh, inch thick, to the face. Oh wow! From about four foot up, and when you got a big old schnoz like I do, that's not a pleasant thing to happen. No, I haven't worked with this cat for four or five months. Shows up on the job site. Within an hour, I get hit in the head by a metal buckle that's probably four inches long by an inch thick. Luckily, it hit me in the hard, uh, the hard hat. Ten minutes later, I get a brick dropped on my shoulder. Really? That hurt a little. I won't lie. So I called him out on it. It's like, man, why? Why is it every time I work with you, shit falls and I get hit? Quit, eat, quit eating popcorn up there. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jeez, so at figure. the end of the day, I'm coming around a corner. I'm, I glance up before I walk across this rockly, rocky ground that you have to look down at to make sure you don't roll an ankle. Right. I look up, okay, nothing's above me. And I'm walking, and all of a sudden, whoom, a five-foot-long piece of steel drops within a foot of my body. <sighs> if I had been one step forward, I would have either been impaled or my jugular would have been ripped open. Remember that scene in Freddy vs. Jason where you've all those... Yes. His rods like yes. pinned him. That was such a cool scene. Very, very similar thing would have happened. That would have been cool. I mean, I'm sorry. I was thinking about uh, a movie. Uh, sure. Not you. I don't want you to. I'd, be, I'd love to see like an undead killer like Jason. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Oh, wow. Your microphone just quit on you, man. <laughs> see, I think it's. I don't think it's your uh, co-workers. I think you have like a luck curse or something like that because now your mic's falling down. Normally, my luck's pretty decent. So, come to today... Right? Today, okay. Today. Same cat. He's up on a scissor lift. Next thing I know, oh shit! Uh, and here comes a powder-actuated shotgun. Is what we, we call them shotguns, but they're powder-actuated pin-driving guns. Okay. They use like .27, basically the same gunpowder as a uh, twenty-two rifle. Right. To drive these pins in. These things weigh almost as much as a gallon of milk. Yeah. Comes wow. flying at me, and luckily I was able to catch it with one hand. Wow. 
I don't know how I pulled that off. Like I said, I spent my entire wad for the week of skill on that one catch. I, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that's the thing. You keep rolling dice. You're, eventually, you're going to get a natural 20. Yeah. And a natural one. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so my boss shows up later on in the day, who happens to be my little brother. Uh-huh. And he's walking around doing his thing. And I'm like, hey, come here. Come here. He comes over and looks at me. He's got this look on his face. I'm busy. Why are you bothering me? Okay. It's our relationship. Lovely. And I'm like, how much are you paying German? He goes, huh? I said, how much are you paying him to take me out? He goes, what do you mean take you out? Hired a hitman. And I, you know, did the slicing motion across my throat. And he did just the... Yeah, the I'm confusion, busy. yeah. The I'm busy look comes across, uh, stops in his face, and he kind of tilts his head to the side. It's like, I'm genuinely engaged in what you have to say right now. <laughs> yeah. And with the <laughs> difference in our personalities, that doesn't happen often. Right. So I told got him, his attention. Nice. I told him what happened the past couple of days, <laughs> and he just shakes his head and walks off. <laughs> and, you know, that's the way our conversations go. So right. there was, yeah, I took no offense to it. And next thing you know, I hear coming from over my shoulder is my brother talking to this guy, German. Look, man, I'm not going to pay you for near misses. You've got to take him out. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. You're drawing suspicion to me, pal. (laughs) That's awesome. That's cool, though. Ah, So that was your weekend, huh? That was it. Did you want to say anything about your weekend, EK, or are you just in the website there? Um, I, I had a horse. A horse? Yeah, I was all right. I was riding a horse, and then I got a little too close to a train, uh, and uh, I like I got ahead of the train, but then I got too close to it, uh-huh. and like the, the train sped up and like clocked my horse in the head, <laughs> and I went flying off the horse, and uh, the horse did not make it. Are you talking um, about Red Dead Redemption or something? Yeah. The yeah. horse died. Yeah, I don't mind. My horse dies. Did you? So I, if, I, if this is real life and you didn't bring home any horse meat, <laughs> I you and I have to have a serious fucking talk. Oh my god. Well, I, I well the thing is there was eight hundred how there were eight hundred pounds of horse meat, but uh, I was only able to carry a hundred back to the wagon. That's why you don't shoot the buffalo in Oregon Trail. What a waste. What a waste of bullets. <laughs> what a waste of bullets. What the fuck? What a waste of meat. I, you know, no, the horse hooves I could use. I could use the horse hide. You know, as much of the horse meat as possible. There's use for horse bone and teeth. You're like a Ed Gain for horses, man. I'm an Ed Gain for anything. Okay. What do you, what do you gain from being Ed Gain? Well, uh, let's see, my weekend. My weekend is actually, because let's be honest, you know, it's I work on the weekends, what you call the weekends. Right. So, like, Monday and Tuesday is basically my weekend. Right. And so, let me tell you what happened on my weekend, which is earlier today, after I did the notes and stuff like that. Uh, I stole a brigantine from these three suckers <laughs> in a Sea of Thieves, and if you go to my YouTube channel, search for the Madman Lowercase, uh, you'll see the video of me uh, stealing it, stealing the ship from these three dudes, all by my lonesome. Oh, so I just want to, I wish I had a mic, but I didn't have a mic when it happened because I want them to know I was laughing my ass off the whole time. Uh, so shout out to Proxy, Boomya, 873, and Spice and Binks. That was so much fun. That was so much fun. Thank you. So uh, That yeah. is a cool video. Yeah, you know, go it, check it out. It's really good. Instead of the uh, Sea of Thieves, it was Sea of Hospitalities <laughs> and Niceties. It was, and you know, it, it's a sad thing that. Both of you guys, when you're talking about your weekends, you had to talk about events that happened in video games. Get some lives, guys. (laughs) Yeah, well. It was Sea of Honor. Sea of Honor. (laughs) Is there honor in suing a ship? Yeah. He merely borrowed it. Uh, Yeah, I just, I I wanted to take it for a spin. That's all. Yet you were running around with your pistol ear out most of the time. Well, I didn't know if there was three of them and one of me. I didn't know if they were going to start shooting, but they didn't. But they... They never said one hostile thing every time you were around them. Like, they're laughing, yeah. and you're sitting there with your pistol out. <laughs> like, there's three of them and one of me. <laughs> one, they're sneaking it. They're, uh, they're oh, scared. They're trying to, get, they're trying to convince, uh, lull me into a, sol- uh, a false sense of uh, security. I was, I was nervous. Yep, so that was my weekend playing Sea of Thieves. <laughs> and editing video, because I edited the video to upload. 
I mean, I seriously uploaded it like uh, 40 minutes ago. I think you yeah. took that video and edited it and uploaded it in record time. Yeah, because it was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to move on to the next topic, which is I don't want to spend too long talking about the late, great Stanley, um, who passed away yesterday. I'm sure you know by now. Um. Because Lost in the Long Box is planning to do a long-form celebration of his life next Monday. Mm. So I don't want to... I want to take the time to write something great. But I can't. we can't not mention it on this right. show. Right, yeah. Because I saw the Nerd Network spring into life uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. All my nerd friends, just pff, sadness and sending you, you know, a text. Oh, I mean... A, they, a lot of nerdly, manly tears. Because, you know, they want you to, you know... Wait, can, share. Can, can I use those two words in the same sentence? Manly tears, absolutely. No, nerdy manly. Nerdy, nerd man, manly nerd tears. Boom. Yeah, can, still, I, I'm not sure if I can use those two words in the same Semant- sentence. Semantics. Anyway, um, so I do want to say thank you, Stan Lee, for all you have done for American culture and entertainment. And I'm old enough to remember when reading comic books after a certain age well, was frowned upon in our country. And oh, now, yeah. yeah. And now here we are. Heart's aching with anticipation for a Captain Marvel movie. All right. <laughs> Smile and Stan lived long enough to see comic books move from the fringe entertainment into the mainstream. So rest in peace, Stan. I mean, thank you. Thank you for everything. Uh, the guy did so much for the comic book industry and by itself. But not only that, but for cinema with the, what he's done with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he brought these, these characters that he created, or helped create in some cases, to life, and to, not only to life in the comics, but bring him into everyone's home with these movies. Uh, you know what? He, he lived a life of what he loved. You can ask, uh, no person can ask any more than that. I he think lived a great life. If, I hope his tombstone is just, has like a video screen on it, and it plays all of his cameo clips from the Marvel movies in on a loop forever. That would be cool. But <laughs> I, I think his tombstone should just be Stanley, maybe the dates, because who really gives a crap about the, the date that you lived and died? And below it, it should say in big, bold letters, Excelsior. Enough said, true believer. I raise my drink to Stan. Salute. One for my homies. So, well done. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to move on as a YouTuber. I got to I gotta go on with my life. So I think I fucked up my YouTube preferences. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, I, when I watch videos, I binge. And I know my binge habits are far more focused than most people. And so I've been binging on right wing. Okay. Yeah. I've been binging on right wing videos for like two weeks. And now um, my, all my entire YouTube suggestions, it's all, it's all SJWs get owned. It's all, you can't cut the tuck. You know, you can't jolt the colt, you know, the fallen state, you know, and so many Ben Shapiro videos. And, I, but right now I'm kind of done with the right wing binge. You've had enough. Yeah. And yeah. so I can't. I'm looking, it's like, there's no video suggestions. I got to actively search for something not right-wing crazy. There's, you a, know. I have the same problem because, like, I will go into binges where I'm like, okay, I'm I'm wanting to go into, let's say, Game of Thrones. So I'll watch a whole bunch of Game of Thrones. And then I want to go into uh, the life of the ancient Celts. So I'll watch videos on the life of the ancient Celts. Then I'll go into some heavy science stuff. Right. And sometimes I just want to go back to, you know, some of the, like, oh, hey, I was watching some uh, Skyrim stuff. I'm playing Skyrim, so I want, to, I want to pull that back up. On your homepage, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, you can find some of your old, 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 old preferences. Yeah. I just wish there was, like, a, a purge option for my most recent binge. <laughs> you, you know, please erase. Uh, it's called a browsing history. I want to bra- uh, erase my YouTube browsing history. <laughs> and what I what I mean is like Sydney Watson is popping up on my video on my feed way more than Rebecca Felgate. And this oh is, no 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 this no, is no, unacceptable. No, no yeah no poor poor yeah. poor poor madman. I don't want your sympathy. I just I want to find a way to uh, fix this. So the only solution 
I came up with is uh, I decided to only watch serial killer documentaries on YouTube. How the fuck is that supposed to fix it? I, I, it's it's how it is like all I was watching when I first got on YouTube. So I'm just going to keep watching serial killer documentaries. And then maybe once like my feed is like all serial killers, then something else will pop up. So you're hoping for a hard reset? Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I just like serial killer documentaries now. Okay. There's also the phrase this uh, life moves in circles and yeah. the story ends where it begins. <laughs> so you might want to not go that particular direction. I mean, I'm just I'm hoping that does something. But to, to be fair to YouTube, every now and then um, they'll they will suggest like, like cute kitten videos. <laughs> it's like of course. So like you've watched There's always yeah. kitten videos. Well, it's like YouTube is sitting there. He's like, this guy watched eight serial killer documentaries in a row. He's like, hey man, do you do you want to look at a kitten? I mean, you know what that okay? is? You know what? Yeah, <laughs> they're trying to prevent you from becoming the next serial killer. I'm, not, I'm just interested. <laughs> that no, it's, it's their algorithm. All right, this guy's watched 32 videos on serial killers. We need to put something positive in this guy's brain. In his life, <laughs> as a public service. Um, and I mean, let's be honest. Who wouldn't click on a cute kitten video? I mean, yeah, but fair it's enough. just I have to stay with this regime of only watching. Serial killer. So killer you would. Killer yeah, I can't right now. <laughs> I mean, of course, I've if, when I've seen them before, cute kitten video, it's like, click. Yeah, I'm definitely click, clicking on that. But I got to stay to the serial killer thing so that I can get the reset. But I, I mean, who wouldn't click on a cute, cute kitten video? I mean, wait, I think uh, maybe birds, mice, and insects. So if you see dislikes on, um, on a cute kitten video, it's probably the birds, insects, mice, rats. If the birds, the mice, and the insects are clicking dislikes on cute kitten videos, the dislikes are the least of our fucking problems, man. <laughs> I don't know why this jumped in my mind. You remember that episode where uh, of Rick and Morty where uh, he's, he started uh, being able to understand the squirrels, uh, hearing animals' thoughts, and the squirrels are all doing this conspiracy stuff. <laughs> They're following him. Anyway, I don't know why that popped in my head. No, but I have watched a video where a squirrel ate psychedelic mushrooms. Oh my god! I'm, is that, that on YouTube? It's on YouTube. I'm, I will look for that. I after will the send show. you the link because okay, okay, I keep it. You. I yeah. keep a link. I keep it linked. I definitely want to see that. So the next section here is uh, EK catches up. Yep. What? Uh, the section is called EK catches up. Uh, it's your section. Do you have anything for EK catches up? Um, so you can watch the news online and get, and, and get it local, like it for free. There's, you don't have to pay, pay for it. Online? Online. Yeah. You could, well, I mean, obviously you have to get online, but if you can get online, you can, you can kind of curate your own news. Um, not just YouTube, you know, where you need a reset. Like if you need a reset from the mainstream in your face, Fox news, CNN, constant battle, and you want something maybe just a little bit closer to home that it's talking about the relevant things happening. Like most of your local TV news stations are available online, constant stream. So, you know. Are, are you mad that I made you turn off the news? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, apparently this has been a thing for a while now, and I'm just now getting into it. Well, I mean, you showed me what you're able to do with that, and that's pretty cool. I, I really like being able to watch the choose to just watch the local news. Right. But not me. We got we got stories coming up, and the news worth knowing from all over the country. Just the country or the world? Yeah. Um, well, I guess EK's caught up, kind of, in his own kind of way, I suppose. I thought it was. I'm I'm catching you up. Oh, you're right. You're right. You may continue. But that was it. Okay. Well, I guess it's Hill Hippie's Garden then. Yeah, sounds I, good. I guess we're caught up. Yeah, we're caught up. All right. Thanks for keeping us up to speed, EK, but now, he'll hip his guard. Now, let me catch you up on the horrible things that we put into our bodies as Americans. And like, list some foods and food additives that are banned in other countries because they are horrible, but we are still allowed to ingest them here in the U.S. because everything is owned by the corporate dollar. Okay. Ours. Can you do this without a socialist bent? No. Proceed at your garden. It's not a socialist event. It's a what's a good about your own human fucking body and nature. Eh. Eh. I didn't really want it to begin with. Go ahead. You didn't want your body? Eh. 
Yeah, don't worry. You won't keep it long. I know. All right. Number uh, The first one I'm going to listen to here is farm-raised salmon. These salmon are given an unnatural diet of grains, including GMO varieties of grain. Really? Yes. But that's stupid. Th- yeah. That's not what they eat in real life. I know. And they're also given antibiotics, vitamins, and other chemicals. 90% of these toxins that, uh, that are inside of these farm-raised salmon can accumulate in your own body and be passed on from you to your children. It was not going to happen to me. Well, not you, but... Uh, I won't eat salmon, that's why. Yeah. I don't, there's a reason why I don't like fish and shellfish. Because you're shellfish. But dum dum Leave the mic on if you're going to do something like that. He said because you're shellfish. So if you're listening, you probably didn't even hear that, so... Maybe, anyway. maybe they did, but very faintly and in the background. Usually that's the way it is. If you, you have the volume up loud enough, you can hear those rants from EK. And I think that makes him that much better because you know he's back here spinning plates. And he, as he's spinning those plates, he's looking up, he just randomly shouts out something. Agree to disagree. Continue with other horrible things besides salmon. Isn't that our the basis of our friendship is to agree to disagree? Yeah, most friendships are. The uh, farm-raised salmon is uh, banned in Australia, New Zealand, and Russia. Let's move on next to genetically engineered papayas. Papaya. 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 They have uh, contaminated non-GMO crops of papaya in Hawaii. They can cause intestinal damage and tumors in the livestock that they are fed to. (laughs) Which we then eat. I've never had a papaya, so I feel I still feel safe. Okay. You're missing out, but yeah, if you do decide to ingest in papaya, make sure it's organic and non-genetically uh, modified. Papaya. It's not a GMO papaya. 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 It's so fun to say, though. Papaya. All right, the next one is a bit of a tongue twister here, but there is a chemical added to meats called a raptamine. A raptamine? Raptamine. Raptamine? Raptamine. I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's a beta agonist drug used as a muscle enhancer in pigs, cattle, and turkeys. It is linked to reduction in reproduction function and mystasis in dairy, uh, dairy cattle, and increased death and disability in whatever animals they are. Uh, it is put injected into. And for those who did not know, such as myself, who had to look up to find out what mystasis is, it's an inflammation of the mammary glands. We're talking about hurting teats here, y'all. Big teats. Hurting big teats and udders. It's just, ow. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. You got to feel sorry for them. And what's that going to do to us? Those same properties are probably going to be passed on. And we're ingesting this stuff. Thanks to the almighty dollar. There's your socialist bent, dick. (laughs) Do you have any more? (laughs) Yes, I do. And just because that, I was thinking about you know, skipping a couple, but fuck off now. Bromated vegetable oil. Catch this shit out. You know, bromated vegetable oil uh-huh. was patented by chemical, uh, chemical companies as a fucking flame retardant. It, oil? Yes. It's kind of cool. Yeah. But we put it into our food. So, so I, we'll never catch on fire from the inside. I guess those who eat it won't spontaneously Genuously combust. combust. Yeah, that's maybe that's a positive. Maybe that's what they did. That's it's why they made it. Maybe. That's how they fixed that. <laughs> <laughs> no more spontaneous combustion. Right. Do that. It doesn't exist in the first fucking place. <laughs> it is located in citrus flavored sodas and sports drinks. Ek, we're fucked. Yeah, I, I like those too. <laughs> it's it's linked to major organ damage. Oh man! And birth defects. I Which organ? If you want to go into that route, I can make that a whole other garden. But uh, <laughs> I'm planting a seed. You, how you tend to it is your own uh, ambition. They can either flourish or die. It is uh, BVOs are banned in Europe and Japan. Flavorings, additives. These are going to go quicker at this point because I started running out of time and attention span. Okay. Flavorings and coloratives are linked to behavioral disorders, cancer, birth defects, and also hypersensitivity in kids. 90% of the the foods that we have uh, Have colors, yeah. 
and those artificial flavorings. But they're so delicious. They are so delicious. Banned in Norway and Austria. Arsenic-based drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Arsenic. A deadly fucking poison. They're used in animal feed in the United States for promoted animal growth and pinker, fresher-looking meats. Wow. Interesting. So your meats can contain a trace amount of arsenic in it. So if you go on an old 86er-style steak binge, you might just uh, ingest enough arsenic to fucking kill yourself. I hope not. I hope not, too. Then again, I wouldn't. 86 ounces. Like, jeez, Louise, dude. (laughs) That's the second time today I've referenced uh, referenced the Great Outdoors. Yes, yeah. I, apparently I need to rewatch that movie. It's a good one. All right, and the last, uh, the last two are going to be combined into one, and these are some more tongue twisters: bromelated hydroxyanisol and bromelated hydroxytoline. Oh yeah, BHAs and BHTs. They are toxic preservatives found in breakfast cereals. Ek. I don't- Nut mixes, Devin, chewing gum, Aww. butter spread, meat, dehydrated potatoes, potato chips, and beer. Oh, we're screwed. We're, we're all screwed. We're all fucked. <laughs> BHAs can trigger allergic reactions uh, in some people and hypersensitivity in children and adu- some adults. And BHTs are linked to some organ, syst- uh, organ system toxicity. Banned in all of Europe with the European Union and Japan. But not beer. Beer with those contaminants in it? You can't get with BHAs or BHTs. They can't get American beers? Apparently some American beers they can't get if they've got BHAs and BHTs. Wait a drinking no PBR in Russia. No PBRs in Russia. Oh, wait. wait, I think that'd be more of a stag type additive. (laughs) Oh, wait. Maybe they don't use use those additives as a stag, and that's why it tastes like shit. Bingo. <laughs> Steak taters and gravy. So I'm going to change the subject. I was thinking about how we all have a device near near us right now that, that can, you can look up what foods are bad for you. No, that you can literally connect you to anyone and everyone in this world. Um, that's amazing. It, anyone and everyone. Mm-hmm. I disagree. In some ways, okay, that's not the point. But uh, <laughs> but my my concern is that ghosts are still using technology that is hundreds of years old. Um, when do they get to get an upper upgrade? Um, it seems unfair to ghosts. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure ghosts who died in like 1066 might think the Ouija board is like the newest iPhone. Uh, but a ghost that died 10 years ago would seriously be tearing their ghost hair out. I mean, seriously, we, we got to wait for someone to decide to use a Ouija board or have a seance before you could communicate to anyone. And then, and then there's this big rush of ghosts trying to get their say in, and it all comes out all all crazy on the Ouija board or the seance, and got ghosts arguing. It's like I never I never get a chance to use the planchette. Uh, go be a poltergeist, you big crybaby. You know you know would be really funny if like there was a 1920s ghost, and that's the first spirit you contact on the Ouija board, and and she I'm assuming it'd be a she. Uh, she said thank you for using- sexism. I'm sorry, it's 1920s. Uh, thank you for using Ouija. How may I connect you? How may I connect your call? You know, <laughs> something like that. So, I mean, when it comes to Ouija boards... Which nether region may, uh, nether region may I uh, connect you to? So, when it comes Jesus to Ouija Christ. boards, I, I suggest taking the control of the planchette, deny that you were doing so, and spell out, drink more Ovaltine. And I suggest burning the fucking Ouija boards. Okay. <laughs> I just but, think it's... Okay. It, I feel bad for ghosts, because that's the only thing they got to communicate with. Oh, uh, well, number what one... What about haunted dolls? They're so well, rare, though. But they got the they got a physical form, so I think they're feel, doing okay. They're happy enough. But you said looking for an upgrade. Mm-hmm. According to you know paranormal researchers, they can drain the electrical energy from electronic devices. So yeah, there's with, like ghost communication apps. I get it. Right, but. If they're draining all these batteries, that's like an upgrade for them. So that way, I've got more energy. I can start pushing stuff around now. So there is their upgrade. That's what I mean. All these new technologies, it benefits them in the long run. That's what I mean. Go be a poltergeist, you big crybaby. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be a poltergeist. But poltergeists like throw shit and try to hurt people. Maybe it's a friendly ghost. Maybe it's Casper. That'd That'd be annoying. It'd be annoying and disappointing if it was Casper. 
annoying. Hey, how you doing? Let's play. And it's like, oh, God. <laughs> You're the absolute worst, Casper. Why can't I get a dick ghost? <laughs> a dick ghost? <laughs> just, a, just a big floating fucking phallic symbol floating well, in the air. Well, you have company over, and Casper's your, you know, haunting your house. And everyone yeah. doesn't want to leave. They want to hang out. They want to ask him questions. And ch- No, you're just like... <laughs> You, you, you feel like you know they like Casper more than they like right. you, you know. <laughs> well, that's a, a self-esteem need, issue. <laughs> you need a ghost so people are like, "Oh man, it sucks having that guy." Exactly. Yeah, it's like a shitty roommate that I'll never get rid of. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I'm the one that has to move out. That's when you have to have a, a an understanding with the ghost. All right, when it hits 11:30, that's when you start throwing shit. Because that's I'm I'm ready for bed and I want these assholes gone. Yeah, but how many ruined sex moments would there be with a ghost roommate? Like, well, like I said, there have to be Casper show up. Wouldn't there you would have, have to be established up? communication. You know, if it's a hot chick, man, then you know you let me go and have my fun. But if I'm drunk and I'm I'm pulling a fatty, then you know scare her out of there. <laughs> well, you never have any alone time. You're sitting there trying to rub one out, and the Casper pops in. Hey, what are you doing? What's it look like? But he's Casper. He died when he was a kid. He would have no idea what you're doing. It doesn't matter. He'd be used to it by now. <sighs> the problem was, it'd be, you've already done that seven times today. So? Yeah, mind your business, Casper. <laughs> Sorry, you don't got the the, the tackle. <laughs> the equipment, bro. He, he doesn't have the rod or the lures. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we can go in the mailbag before we get into the... News worth knowing. Do we actually have mail this time? Uh, yeah. Well, I only got one email this week, and this is from Tim G. Uh, actually, came in last night in response to my video show that I did on our Shock Monkey Radio Redux Facebook page. Uh, anyway, Tim G says, um, "Quote: You know the lyrics to that Carly Simon song is actually, I had some dreams they were clouds in my coffee, not clowns in my coffee." And this is the, uh, what Tim G sent us, and. Um, <clears throat> How can I explain this to you, Tim? Um, I know that that's the correct lyric. Clouds in my coffee, not clowns in my coffee when it comes to the Carly Simon song, You're So Vain. Um, but let me ask you something. What is Which is funnier, an accurate cro- quote from a song or me pretending to think clowns in my coffee is the actual lyric? Oh, don't try to play it off like you... <laughs> Come on. No. Busted. No. Don't you... Listener... Don't you let him pull no. this bullshit on you. No. I'm glad EK pulled you out on this one because <laughs> I was about to. No, I was trying to be funny, and I knew it from the very beginning. And that's right? his story, and he's going to take it to his I'm grave. S- yeah. You see? As you, Casper watched him uh, rub one out for the rest of eternity. You, you see? You two, <laughs> you two can go to Wikipedia and search for humor like I have and learn the dynamics of humor. You two can watch loads of stand-up and learn how... Uh, a lot of stand-up comedians to figure out for yourself the rhythm of humor. You, too, can develop your humor muscles. Wait, this reminds me I of have never heard a U2 song that has no, made it, me experience it reminds, any of these things. It, it, reminds right? me, it reminds me of something. See, <laughs> see, this guy comes up to me. His face is red like the rose from a thorn bush, and he's got like all the colors of a royal flush, and he's peeling off those dollar bills, slapping them down. 100, 200, and I can see those fighter planes. I can see those fighter planes across the mud huts where the children sleep through the valley and the quiet city streets. We take the staircase to the first floor and we take the key and slowly unlock the door. A man breathes into a saxophone and through the walls we hear the city groan. Outside it's America. Outside it's America. America. So, Tim, Bono, what, what's your name? Tim, uh, you too can develop a sense of humor. Thanks for the email and if you want to email us, you can email me. Um, you can shoot us an electronic mail letter to madman at fxbgpr.com. So mean to the listeners. Madman. Lowercase. Madman. Yeah, I'm a madman. Anyway, so if you want me to berate you on the air, call in. Say it. that you're from Wyoming. <laughs> Jesus. Send us an email from Wyoming, and you're guaranteed to get berating. Not to get airtime. Yeah. Or, no, a berating. <laughs> and if you actually want to talk to somebody who's not going to be a dick to you, email me at hillhippie at fxbgpr.com. Um, so I got this section here called Shameless Self-Promotion. Um, like I said, we have... 
<laughs> Sounds like shameless pee time. Such an up, such an appropriate segue. <laughs> we just give our emails out. Now let's shamelessly self promote. Uh, yeah. So, like I mentioned earlier, um, I have a YouTube channel where you can check out that me stealing a brigantine, brigantine uh, video. Search for the Madman Lowercase or just FXPG Public Radio, and you'll probably find my videos. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe to those. Uh, what else? Um, we also have the Facebook page, uh, Shock Monkey Radio Redux on Facebook. Go check that out, and you can see see what they're talking about with my uh, clowns and my coffee reference. What else? Uh, we do podcasts. We do videos. Please like, share, and subscribe us. Tell a friend about this show, and if you can, if you're listening to like on iTunes, if you um, do like I do and have an app for your podcast, download them, you know, when they come out and listen to them at work and stuff like that. Uh, if you do that, please go ahead and like, like us and uh, leave a comment, comment on our videos, rate us, our podcast, excuse me, and rate us. Yeah. Shameless self-promotion. Somebody's got to do it. I Well, I've got to do my job. Somebody's got to love me. All right. Um, let's get into the news worth knowing. All right. Who the hell is Army Hammer? Is it like um I have no clue. Yeah. Anyway, here's the headline. Army Hammer slammed for Stanley tweet criticizing celebrities' tributes. Alright. Oop. Volume go down. Volume. All right. Army Hammer received backlash after he criticized celebrities for the tributes to Stan Lee, who died yesterday. Hammer, who took to Twitter hours after Lee's death Monday to voice his frustration on stars who were remembering the legendary Marvel superhero creator by posting a photo of themselves with the 95-year-old. Those celebrity tributes included ones by Hugh Jackman, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Pratt, and Kat Dennings. You know, those who actually worked with him on movies. Yeah. You know, it makes sense. <clears throat> Here's his tweet. So touched by all the celebrities posting pictures of themselves with San Lee. No better way to commemorate an absolute legend than putting up a picture of yourself. A reporter then tweeted at the Call Me By Your Name actor. I guess that's a, how he's, they care about him. I guess. That's who he, yeah. that's who Army Hammer is? Yeah, Call Me By Your Name. Um, they worked with him, question mark, to which Hammer responded, me too? Weird. Uh, he had worked with Lee in 2014 when he voiced the character Strongarm in Stan Lee's Mighty Seven. Twitter users slammed Hammer for criticizing how others grieved a person's death. Many people said the photos may have captured a good memory that they had with Lee and they wanted to share publicly. Right. Thank you. The actor, however, defended his stance. Quote, maybe they're just remembering how it felt to meet him with these fo those photos. That's how I would feel. I never got the chance. A woman wrote back to Hammer on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I misquoted. That was a woman on Twitter. Okay. If Stan impacted your life, all of our lives... Uh, with his work, post his work that touched you the most. Posting a selfie makes his death about you and how cool you felt taking a picture with him, is what he replied. <laughs> no, you're sharing a fond memory of the man. Yeah. Now, it sounds like, to me, this cat never got to meet him and he's salty. And therefore, it's like, no, if I didn't get to if I have a photo taken with him, nobody should show photos taken with him. That's, that's the feeling I'm getting from this. Yeah. All right, uh, when a fan asked, uh, how people should commemorate a person when they die. Hammer said that a selfie is not the correct response. If your answer is post a selfie, then I think we need a cultural revamp across the board. The actor tweeted, what God. the hell? No, yeah. it's, it's a memory. When, uh, when you're at funerals and, you know, for the period of the grieving uh, time afterwards, you share memories of the loved one. And you know what? To have that memory of the loved one, you had to be there. It's not about you. You're, you know, it's part of the, the grieving process. But you were there with this person. Otherwise, you wouldn't know what the fuck happened. It's part of honoring and remembering that person. This dude is just a fucking douche. Yep. Uh, that's, that's exactly the feeling I get. Um, he did approve of Mark Ruffalo's tribute to Stanley. Uh, Ruffalo, who played the Hulk, tweeted a photo of the comic book mastermind standing in front of a figure of Hulk. 
Oh, that, that's okay. But not himself. <laughs> yeah, right. it wasn't Ruffalo. It wasn't in the picture. <laughs> But it's the character he plays, isn't it? Somehow about him, it wasn't like if he'd have done right. it in front of an Iron Man sto- a statue, that would be completely non-Ruffalo based. But you know, here it's him in front of the character that he plays. Yeah, isn't that supposedly about him? Accord based on this guy's uh, way of thinking. Yeah, he's just a jerk. Yeah, you're just a jerk, pal. Army extra, Hammer. Extra strength butthole. <laughs> extra strength butthole. Ed Hardy's uh, now wait. a better actor than you. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> no, he. You, you're right. He's an extra strength butthole, but he's an I'm extra sorry, strength unwiped butthole. Let's go on into the next story. A flight attendant draws a window for a passenger stuck in a windowless seat. Everyone wants a window seat, right? Everyone wants a window seat. Flight attendants are among the most patient people on the planet, but every now and then a passenger really tests their limits. And occasionally, when that happens, they respond in a manner so cuttingly brilliant it has to be shared with the world. An image has gone viral on social media from a flight in Japan where a flight attendant came up with a brilliant response to a passenger who complained about his seat. The unnamed passenger apparently kicked up a stink because his window seat wasn't aligned with a window, which sometimes happens on commercial airplanes. Yeah. Yeah. And he demanded to be moved to another row. Unable to meet the man's demands, because why would you? Um, and presumably <laughs> exasperated by his demands, the flight attendant pulled out a piece of paper, drew a crude drawing of some clouds in the ocean, and taped it to the wall of the cabin next to the man's seat. Give with, her a raise. Yes. yes. <laughs> Another passenger on board took a photo of the image and shared it on Twitter, where it went viral, racking up more than 7,700 retweets and 15,000 likes. It's also earned the flight attendant praise. That's really clever, one person commented. Multiple raises for this person. (laughs) Great thinking by the attendant, someone said. Another added, how lucky he must be to be gifted with such a unique scenery. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. This guy probably bitched, but the view never changes. In fairness to the passenger, uh, who probably reserved the window seat with uh, with a reasonable expectation of a window, Windowless window seats. Wow. That's a tongue twister. Well, this sentence is like windows in three words in a row. Reasonable expectation of a window, comma, windowless window seats have become a growing frustration for passengers. The hashtag, where's my window, has been building in popularity on Twitter recently as ripped off flyers complain about the lack of windows next to their window seats. Uh... The phenomenon is becoming more common as airlines cram in more rows of seats and the perfect alignment of the seats of the windows has been pushed out of whack. Uh, last year, the team behind the YouTube channel, Today I Found Out, explained uh, that this was due to airlines adding more rows of seats. Blah, 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 yeah. mm-hmm. Reiterating that. Uh, it's not a matter of simply adding more windows, pilot Carl Young explained on Kiora. All airliner, airliner windows are only close enough to each other to have sufficient material between the windows to handle the stress of flying. So if you find yourself in a window seat with no window, maybe just find an artistic flight attendant. <laughs> yes. You know, call me crazy. I've uh, flown... Okay, crazy. Ah, thank you. But I'm ching. If uh, I've flown in a window seat and I've flown in an aisle seat, I preferred the aisle seat because yeah. I didn't feel like I was, you know, crammed in so much. Yeah. Especially because the person I was sitting next to, now mind you, this is one of my traveling companions, but was a rather robust individual. Nice way of saying fat. Go. Yeah. I've already called out fatties once. I didn't want to seem like a complete dick, but I am. And so I felt rather constrained. It was like something went down. I wasn't able to move. Right. So when I was in the aisle seat the next time I flew... That's a much more freeing spot. If I had to pee, I could just get up and go fucking pee. I didn't have to go past two, uh, one to two assholes, you know. That's 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 the thing that stinks about a window seat. Yeah. You got to make somebody else move. Yeah, and then people are always talking about your elbows get bumped with the drink carts. You know what? Number one, don't stick your elbow out into the aisle. Yeah. Problem solved. There you go. Food fight! Food fight at Whataburger breaks out between Houston area high schools following a football game. All right. Love this story. The Clear Lake Falcons bested the Clear Brook Wolverines 28-6 in Friday night's big game. 
but perhaps the biggest loser of the night was Whataburger. Witnesses say from both Houston area high uh, students from both Houston area high schools reportedly got into yeah they definitely got into a huge food fight following the football game, sending trash, drinks, and even trays flying across the local Whataburger. KTRK reports. Savages. You, you, oh, it looks like a lot of fun. The schools, <laughs> <laughs> the schools which both fall under the Clear Creek. Clear Creek Independent School District are now said are now said to be investigating the matter and will take appro- appropriate dis- disciplinary action if necessary, according like to a statement. The, like, like making the kids clean it up. That's appropriate disciplinary action. Right, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Caleb Johnson, a Clear Lake student who filmed some of the aftermath of the melee, shared a short video clip to Twitter on Friday night, along with a capture reading: "Brooke lost and destroyed Whataburger." <laughs> a couple of commenters were quick to dismiss the notion that only one school was to blame for the mess, and one of them, presumably from Clearbrook, claimed Clear Lake uh, started it when people were throwing ketchup packets and hand warmers at us. <laughs> <laughs> they started it. They here's here's the tweet. Bruh, Lake started it when people were throwing ketchup packets and hand warmers at us. Bruh. <laughs> Other, were, were the bras in there? Or were those your additions? No, the, there you said bra, b r u h. Oh God, they even spelled it. Yeah, in a fucking douchebag way. Other rep responses on social media called the students childish and said they were making Houston look bad. While others simply meant, lamented the job of the restaurant's cleaning staff. Yeah, yeah, I felt bad for them. Whataburger employees don't deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> A uh, representative for what, Whataburger was not immediately available to comment. <laughs> oh, no, this happens every other week. <laughs> Again. Uh, what town this time? They got a specialized cleaning crew. All right, they'll be there by the morning. Oddly, this wasn't the first time Whataburger served as a setting for a massive food fight. In 2013, at rival high schools in San Antonio, left the restaurant covered in food and trash following a game between Brandy's High and O'Connor. KENS 5 reported. The school system said it would not take long. Take discipline. Oh, the school system said it would take disciplinary action following the fight. Food fight! (laughs) Looks like fun. And probably worth whatever discipline they, they get, I would say. Because how often do you get to do that? You ever been in a food fight? Yes. Like in a like a big cafeteria food fight? In a big cafeteria food fight, no. Okay. But a cafeteria food fight? Eh, it depends on your definition of cafeteria. It was my best friend's house in his kitchen. Oh, okay. It was about three or four of us. There's only one I've, I was ever in. It was, it was great. I've never been in a true food That's fight. That's what I mean. I've been in at the kitchen table with three or four or five people food fights. Yeah, that's where I was at. But uh, yes. as far as a cafeteria, no. Yeah, but uh, sorry, Bangladesh. This is America. What? And, you know, because people are starving. People are throwing Whataburgers at each other here. Uh, in the U.S. You know, people are starving in this world, and people are throwing burgers at each other. Well played, sir. Well played. But I just want to point that out. I'm just saying I, it does look fun. But, you know, just pointing that out. Just reminding us all that we're all assholes. Yeah, because we're, yeah, we're rich and bored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's throw cheeseburgers at each other. Things didn't go our way, so we're going to throw stuff. How at you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take that back. That was well played, <laughs> sir. <laughs> okay. Don't fuck with seals. Um... Fisherman rescued from cliffside after escaping aggressive sea colony, officials say. This is great. A fisherman was rescued Monday from a cliffside perch where he hid during a harrowing encounter with 50 aggressive gray seals on a Scottish beach, officials said. The Maritime and Coast Guard Agency on Monday said the fisherman, who was not identified, (laughs) was walking on a beach in southeastern Scotland late last week when he came across the group of seals and their young pups who quickly became agitated and aggressive. To escape, the fisherman started climbing up the face of the cliff, but he soon found himself trapped and unable to reach the top. The fisherman, however, had his cell phone handy and called for help. <laughs> he got cornered by these seals. Jesus. Uh, Coast Guard rescue teams from four locations responded and used rope uh, rescue techniques to safely extract a man from the cliff 
and into a lifeboat waiting below. Imagine the seals the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the man was then taken safely to uh, in Eyemouth Harbor. Uh, officials said the man was treated for exposure to the cold, but he was otherwise uninjured. Uh, quote, anyone who encounters a seal or a colony of seals on the beach or coastline is advised to move away from the first sign at the first sign of agitation. Yeah, don't go near those things. Bullshit. Yeah, this is what Jonathan Mustard, a Coast Guard officer, he said in a statement. Uh, he continued by saying aggressive seals are not a common occurrence, and in this case, they have been protecting and defending their natural habitat and their young. Yeah, don't mess with them. Don't poke, no. Don't poke a seal with a stick. That's stupid. I'm just going to go back to something. You don't tug on Superman's cape. Yeah, you don't poke, on, poke a seal with a stick. I'm going to go back to something I've said in the past. Motherfuckers ain't carrying none, carrying knives no more. Because that would be me. The first thing I'd have done was the you first step. a seal? Damn right. If it's a, if it's coming at me and it's me or the seal, I'm not climbing no fucking <laughs> cliff. It's coming right for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking that first motherfucker out. And you know what's going to happen? They're going to back the fuck off. <laughs> And then I'm going to go home with some fucking uh, seal steak. <coughs> Did that crazy man person just kill Hank? <laughs> Hank, no! <laughs> Not Hank. Hank was the toughest one. And you're sitting there brandishing the bloody blade. And who's next? Back off, suckers. Yep. <laughs> they slow, they back, they backwards step one by one. <laughs> Keep it easy, fella. Keep it easy. We're going. We, we fucked with a crazy one. <laughs> Uh, and you'd have will uh, seal steak, so win-win. Going to the next story here. Self-driving vehicles will turn cars into brothels on wheels, says this study. Yeah. Yeah, duh, right? Yeah, because if you got a self-driving car and you're out with your lady, so honey, let's bang one out. Yeah, so, so, honey, neither of us have to drive. You want to go by the back seat and, uh, you know, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So- we, got, we got a half an hour drive. Let's do this. Uh, people will be more likely to eat, sleep, and engage in on-the-road hanky-panky when robot com- cars become the new normal, according to research published in the most recent issue of the journal Annals of Tourism Research. Quote, people will be sleeping in their vehicles, which has been an implication, uh, which has implications for roadside hotels, and people may be eating in vehicles that function as restaurant pods. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Scott Cohen, who led the study, told Fast, Fast Company magazine, Quote, that led us to think, besides sleeping, what other things will people do in cars when free of the task of driving? I wonder. It. Yeah, they will they're do gonna be, it. They're going to be doing it. <laughs> and you can see the uh, in the long association of it. Oh, my God. This the way of saying this. is so ridiculous. Listen. And you can see that in the long association of automobiles and sex, it's represented in just about every coming-of-age movie. It's not a big leap, said Cohen. <laughs> wow. Yeah, why is it not the first thing that they think There's got to be a shorter way to say that, right? Yeah, they could condense that down. But <laughs> People fucking cars. Right. <laughs> Boom. Are you surprised? <laughs> this ain't a new thing, folks. There's a lover's leap everywhere or a, a the parking spot. Yeah, the lover's lane. Yeah. Yeah, it should have been, you know, with the self-driving cars, people are going to be, there's going to be an uprising, people fucking and eating in their cars. They're talking on the cell phone. That fucking should have been the first thing in that list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Along with highway hookups, the report also also predicts. (laughs) Could you you imagine like an Uber? You get in an Uber and people just like meeting. Hey, how you doing? Hi, yeah. welcome yeah. to my car. Let me just slice all the the seat down real quick. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I met this guy. I got in this Uber, and this guy, you know, he was really cute, and we we ended up banging. Right. And that could be all. That could be a whole new thing. Instead yeah. of uh, instead of having to spend the full money for a hotel room, uh, just a mobile Uber where you can bang one out with the you know tinted windows, and you, it just drives around for a half hour or so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh... The report also predicts that autonomous vehicles will also put prostitution on wheels. Think about that. Oh, of course. Yeah. Instead of going to the hooker, the hooker comes to you. Yeah. Prostitution doesn't need to be legal for this to happen. Plenty of illegal activities happen in cars. Really? Same. You know, the same thing can go with the uh, hey, you know car, drug deals. What kind of cars picking you up? Oh, it's a Nissan Slutra. <laughs> <laughs> um, in total, listen. a Toyota tug me off. Nice. In total, 60% of Americans have already had sex in a car. Have you had sex in a car? Let's have a vote. 
that's more time yeah. than I care to count. That's unanimous, right? Yeah. <laughs> of course this is going to happen. Of course. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> We've got five minutes left, and you know I usually like to end with a happy story. Leave us in a positive mood for the, for the week. Strangers at McDonald's sit down to share a meal. Unexpectedly goes, goes viral. Quote, why can't people be more like these two? An unlikely pair who shared a meal at McDonald's in Indiana is going viral for the best reason. The two strangers caught the attention of another customer, Amanda Kraft, who was touched by the heartfelt moment they shared. Kraft, a teacher from Noblesville, was dining at the fast food chain with her colleagues November 8th when she spotted an older woman, known only as Jan, and asked a young man, Eric Harlson, 28, if she could join him at his table. Quote, shout out to this guy. This elderly, elderly lady, seemed to be a little lonely, came up to him and asked if she could sit with him. Without hesitation, the guy said, of course. Kraft wrote in a post on Facebook, along with a photo of the duo enjoying each other's company. Kraft said the pair fell right into easy conversation as if they weren't merely strangers. Quote, my friends and I watched him introduce himself and shake her hand. They talked and laughed together like they were friends. They didn't know each other, and they couldn't be more different. But today they shared a meal together, and it touched our hearts, Kraft wrote. Harrelson told ABC News that Jan approached him when he was eating breakfast not long after she tried having a conversation with a group of teenagers at the restaurant. He said that the two talked for 45 minutes and then exchanged numbers before parting ways. She goes to church every Sunday. This is a quote. Uh, We talked a lot about that. We talked about my girlfriend, my kids. She did not have any kids or a significant other that she made mention of, Harrelson told ABC News. I could tell she's a firecracker, he went on to say. Uh, She would tell you exactly how she feels and has no problem being outgoing, he said. Um, He plans to stay in touch with Jan. He even called her to let her know the two of them had gone viral. Quote, I didn't know if she had anyone else in her life, and I want to reach out to her as much as I can, Harrelson said. Kraft's photo of Jan and Harrelson had over 6,400 likes and hundreds of comments as of Tuesday morning. Uh, Why can't people be more like these two? Such a beautiful story. What a beautiful moment to have captured. I hope they do. These are quotes about the photo, by the way. I hope they do continue to have a meal together in the future. What a wonderful man. The world needs more like him. Different races, different cultures, different genders, different ages. And yet, how beautiful and inspirational. And in case you don't know, it's, it's a young black man and an elderly white woman. You know, very different. Right on. Points of life, you know. It is a beautiful yeah. story. And the true the, McDonald's is one of those things that unites us. <laughs> I'm not saying that to, to McDonald's credit. All right, I'm just saying that everyone goes to McDonald's. Food unites us. Yeah, you know, breaking bread with people unites people. There you go. And it is a beautiful story. Yeah. But don't ruin it for me. I I, I gotta. Okay. I, I gotta be me. I gotta be me. So the the guy calls up this lady and tells her that they have gone viral. Yeah. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall for this conversation. You, what? Are you what? sick? You got a virus? Are you sick? Baby, well, shouldn't you call a doctor, Come not to my, me? Come to my house. I'll take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> I think they make cream for that. Was it the food? <laughs> Dear God, tell me it wasn't the food. <laughs> Did I have the same thing you had? I'll have what she said. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, Joe versus Volcano reference. Yeah. yeah. No, that was, no, it's Harry Met yeah, Sally. Harry, I'm yeah, sorry. Harry Met Sally. Jackass. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I deserve that one. <laughs> I, I, I got no rebuttal. I, I, I fucked that up. <laughs> well played, sir. You are correct. I am a jackass in this particular incident. Well, we all knew that. Well, you just got to be be comfortable be being comfortable a jackass. Be your own jackassery. Exactly. I've owned that a long time ago. So in closing, here on Shock Monkey Radio, go up to random people in McDonald's and try to sit with them. See, see what happens. Oh, God. <laughs> and send us pictures of your black eyes after you yeah, do cause, this. because not every story will turn out like that one. Right. So just what... Let's try this again. So in closing, dear listeners... Be more like this couple and be more accepting of each other and your differences and your cultures and be more friendly and hospitable to each other. Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Party on, Wayne.
Anyway, this has been Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman, and I love you. Who are you? I'm the Hill Hippie, and I'm wishing you all peace and love. Bye! <laughs>